Hi, and welcome to Let's Be Real, a New Economy Project podcast. I'll be your host, Julian Robinson. What is the Federal Reserve? How does it affect unemployment in communities of color? What role did the Fed play in the financial crash? What role does it play in the so-called recovery? And whose voices matter when it's making these decisions? In today's episode, we explore these questions and more by demystifying the powerful, opaque institution that is the Federal Reserve System and looking at the effect it has on the lives of working people and on communities of color. Established in 1913 to maximize employment and keep prices stable, the Fed also regulates banks and attempts to maintain stability in the financial system. This might be a worthy mission, but it is belied by the wholly undemocratic nature of the institution. Since its inception, the Fed has been run almost exclusively by wealthy white males, many of whom have spent their entire professional lives working on Wall Street. This is the system that ignored signs the economy was in jeopardy in the years leading up to the crash, leaving low-income communities and communities of color to bear the brunt of the financial crisis. And now, that same institution is operating as if the economy has recovered, while Hispanic median wealth fell by 14%, and black median wealth by 33% during the so-called recovery period. In this episode, we'll take you to a rally outside of the New York Fed, where a member of New York Communities for Change and a poet and organizer from Philadelphia will tell you why organizing for a Federal Reserve that centers working people is critical to economic justice in their community. Then, we'll sit down with Sean Sebastian, the director of the Center for Popular Democracy's Fed Up campaign, to discuss how they take monetary policy out of the boardroom and into the streets, and the necessary work of amplifying the voices of communities of color and of working people in a conversation that often purposefully locks them out. Strap in, strap hangers, and let's be real. On March 12th, New Economy Project joined the Fed Up campaign for a rally outside of the New York Fed. We spoke to Jean-André Sassine from New York Communities for Change and Zaire, a poet and organizer from Philadelphia, about why they were at the rally and what it means to organize towards a Federal Reserve that centers the working people and communities of color that are still recovering from the financial crisis. We're in front of Federal Hall, 26 Wall Street, across the street from the Stock Exchange, the center of the financial capital of the world. And uh, we're also next door to the New York Fed. So we're here because basically we need to tell the New York Fed, because they're on the hunt for a new president, so we need their next president not to be another bank or a corporate uh, shell, but to be someone of the people who knows what the working class and working poor are going through. We want people in the Fed who are not just economists, uh, and you know, some bankers who understand cash flow and people getting loans and interest rates, but we also need people who are directing the heart and policy who understand working. So we want like blue collar people, we want union presidents, we want union members, we want uh, college professors, people who are actually still working but have the knowledge to drive policies that benefit the 99%. So organizing on the Fed is important and educating people about what the Fed does is really important because you know as people we're focused on paying the rent right what's my next meal gonna be right this next check Friday and what people don't understand is that the Fed trickles down the interest rates that landlords are, are, are accountable to right that banks are accountable to right that that business that you want to get a raise from needs to improve his, his uh, line of credit and expand and hire more people, that's delegated by the Fed. 
And what would a Fed president that reflected you, what would that mean? Um, it would look like somebody that's, um, you know, that has a, a connection with the people, the everyday people, the people that are like, you know, are struggling, the people that are trying to work their hardest to get over the system that is meant to keep them at the bottom. That's what the, the new Federal Reserve president would look like, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And what, what does it look like right now? Uh, it just looks all white, all basically all rich. Uh, like they, people who live in a bubble have no idea what the people are going through. For our featured interview, we sat down with Sean Sebastian, director of the Center for Popular Democracy's Fed Up campaign. To kick things off, we asked Sean to tell us a bit more about the campaign and its work. The Fed Up campaign is a national campaign for a strong economy with maximum employment and decision makers that actually reflect and represent the full broad swath of America, including black and Latino people and low income workers. The idea of the Fed Up campaign is that when it comes to the things that matter most to us, our jobs and our wages, one of the most important policymakers, arguably the most important policymaker, is the Federal Reserve. And workers don't have a seat at that table. And in fact, people of color don't really have a seat at that table. So these decisions about how many jobs there should be in the economy, how low unemployment should go, and how high wages should rise are being made primarily by white male people from the financial industry. We think that's not right, and we think that we should be running an economy where everyone who wants a job can have a job. Not many groups have undertaken actions or organizing work targeting the Fed, so we asked Sean how, when, and where the campaign got its start. So in 2008, we had a cataclysmic economic crash. And in response to that cataclysmic economic crash, the Federal Reserve pushed trillions of dollars to the big banks, and our fiscal policy fell flat. Um, the American Reinvestment and Recovery Act was a fraction of what the American people needed. In that breach, you know, arguably, where, where our elected officials did not respond adequately, the Federal Reserve stepped in and lowered interest rates to zero to stimulate the economy and get the economy slowly back on its feet. By 2014, there were a lot of people who were saying, we're all done. The economy is completely healed. Workers are fine where they're at now at six or 7% unemployment and 15% black unemployment. They should be happy with that. So the Federal Reserve's decisions about whether to pull back whether to raise interest rates and pull back stimulus or to keep interest rates low were incredibly important and we were coming to a turning point. But workers and people of color, the ones who would be most affected by those decisions, were not part of the conversation at all. So we wanted to launch this campaign. Injecting the voices of workers into such an insulated conversation is an incredibly tall task with no clear entry point. But Sean went on to describe how, seeing no seat at the table, Fed Up brought a folding chair. So we started actually um, in the summer of 2014 by going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming because the Federal Reserve has this insane conference every year. All of the most powerful central bankers in America 
all come to Wyoming, in addition to all the most powerful central bankers in the entire world, in the whitest state that is hardest to get to for most people of color, in this like private conference where they discuss what the future of the global economy should be. We thought, like, we want to be part of that conversation. We deserve to be part of that conversation, particularly when there's a debate going on and people are fighting about which direction the economy should go in. So our the people that we represented had not experienced a recovery. And the people in those halls, in these private, powerful conversations in the middle of Wyoming needed a dose of reality. They needed to see the people that were actually... Um, left out of the so-called recovery. Sean then gave us a sense of what it was like to protest in such a rarefied environment. People are walking into the cocktail hour on the first night in this in this uh, grand hotel ballroom, and every Federal Reserve banker, every regional banker, every member of the Board of Governors, and all you know the Chinese central banker, and everyone is coming through. And Bloomberg is there, and the Wall Street Journal is there, and the New York Times is there, and they're like clicking all these photos, um, like they're you know whatever Jennifer Lawrence and George Clooney, and like and they're like moving through. Uh, so there's kind of like a receiving line, or sort of like an impromptu sort of red carpet that forms right there for the press to take these pictures, and we stood right there along that receiving line with our green t-shirts and with signs that had like graphs that showed black unemployment and Latino unemployment. We like showed um, wage growth since the eighties and how, how it's been flat. And of course we showed inflation, which had been below target for the entire time. We confronted them and spoke both the language of protest with like t-shirts and signs in this like cocktail hour of one of the most exclusive meetings in the world. And then we were able to speak the language that they would understand of graphs and uh, economic data. I think the combination of one not having ever been the subject of protest and two, kind of not being able to dismiss us because we were making real economic arguments was really, really powerful. Next, Sean told us where this powerful action led. In this meeting that we weren't allowed into because it was $1,000 a ticket, <laughs> they, the press asked Janet Yellen, the chair of the Federal Reserve at the time, about us and asked if she would meet with us. And she said yes. So we held her to that. And then we met with um, her and other members of the Board of Governors uh, later that November. And ever since then, we've been releasing reports that put our perspective out on the economy and what maximum employment is. And we've met with all 12 Federal Reserve presidents. And we've gone back to Jackson Hole every year. Sean went on to describe some of the other difficulties FedUp runs into in the course of its work. The challenge of the FedUp campaign is that, one, our targets are not in the news, you know? Our targets are not like Andrew Cuomo or Mayor de Blasio. Our targets are William Dudley, right? It is a lot harder to start from that place where we have to kind of start with 
what is the Federal Reserve, why is it important, and who controls it. We have to get through all of that before we even get to the point of, uh, let's do something about it. And finally, we asked Sean to get into the details of how the Fed affects the lives of everyday people, and how it could be reoriented to build towards an economy that works for all. The Federal Reserve has a dual mandate. Um, It's to keep prices stable and to achieve maximum employment. Our argument has always been that the Federal Reserve can do a lot more for job creation. I think like in a broad landscape where it is really hard to see hope and it's really hard to see what levers that we have as like workers and consumers and people of color to exert power, we actually have some real opportunities with the Federal Reserve to build an economy that is better for all of us. After we recorded this interview with Sean, New Economy Project joined the FedUp campaign and others to demand that the Federal Reserve replace outgoing New York Fed President William Dudley with someone who represented working people and people of color. Instead, the Fed chose John Williams, an economist who has spent his entire professional career working within the Federal Reserve System. Williams will be coming to the position after serving as president of the San Francisco Fed, and in fact, it was under his watch that Wells Fargo perpetrated massive fraud against millions of people. The choice of yet another white male Fed president further demonstrates the need for community-controlled and democratically accountable institutions. In previous episodes, we have discussed campaigns fighting for a transformative vision for a new economy at local and state levels, the New York State Community Equity Agenda, the Campaign for a Public Bank in New York City, and more. To build an economy that works for all New Yorkers, we must start at the grassroots and build the world we want to see. To learn more about the FedUp campaign featured today, visit whatrecovery.org. And to hear previous podcast episodes about the state and local organizing efforts to build a truly just economy, visit neweconomynyc.org slash let's be real. Thanks and see you next time.